going on? Welcome back to another ESL podcast, and today we have a podcast within a podcast. That's right. I'm going to be playing one of these podcasts. It's actually about internships, and we're going to hear different opinions from some of the people in this podcast. So, basically, what you need to understand is uh, there are four questions, and you're going to have to guide yourself here, okay? Four questions that you need, that that uh, it's the general... Let's just say the general, the main idea of the podcast, right? However, there are eight additional questions on my blog on the ArsenioBuckShow.com, okay? So you're going to have to answer them, and as always, I will figure out or I will tell you if they are correct or incorrect. So what we need to do first, number one, the speaking. What ideas that you heard justify internships? Number two, what drawbacks are there both for the intern and the other workers? All right, so we're listening. Now, I'm going to do close listening, so I'm going to stop it routinely, or I might stop it after a couple of ideas so I could input, so I could place my opinion very, very, uh, oh my God, my language is gone right now. Place my opinion somewhere throughout the podcast so you guys understand more thoroughly. Number three, would you consider doing an internship in the future? Now, that is a question after the podcast. And number four, what would you suggest to stop companies from taking advantage of interns? Now, I told you guys about this. A lot of companies take advantage of interns and they treat them very, very poorly. So again, we're going to sum this all up in one go and we're going to figure out some of the questions and the questions again available on my blog, but I'm going to do just a general listening with you guys. So with, without further ado, I'm going to start this podcast within a podcast. So again, guys, listen for the questions. Make sure you tune into my blog on thearseniobuckshow.com so you can answer some of these questions. Hello and welcome to the business podcast. Business podcast. If you're a university student or a recent graduate, the chances are you're looking for an internship. Thousands of people take up internships every year. Men so even before I continue this, the first question is what type of company did Amy do her internship in? So you're listening for the type of company. What kind of companies are out there? Manufacturing, wholesale, this, that. That's one of the keywords you're listening for. This is very, very good and very important or an important technique in general for TOEIC listeners and I'm sorry, TOEIC takers and IELTS takers. And then the second question is, what did she expect from her internship? All right. So those are the two questions that relate to Amy. So let's continue. Any of them unpaid. So is it exploitation or simply a good way of gaining work experience? With me to discuss this question is Amy Hunt, a former intern, Jane Holiday, a careers advisor, and Peter O'Neill, who's currently doing an internship as part of his degree. Amy, can you get the ball rolling by telling us about your experience? Hi, yes. I did an unpaid internship about six months ago for a humanitarian organisation in London. I was commuting every day from Oxford, so... Okay, so we already heard the main point, so make sure you actually post on my Instagram what the answer is, alright? So, it was pretty expensive. 
Luckily, I'm an only child and my parents were able to support me. To be honest, I thought I would learn more than I actually did. I spent a lot of time photocopying and generally helping out, not working on the projects that I was really interested in. I think the worst part was that I felt I was just the intern, one of many passing through. Some of the regular staff didn't bother to get to know me because they thought I wouldn't be there for very long. In the end, I stayed for three months and then I left. I'd already done a lot of unpaid jobs while I was a student and I felt that I'd reached the point where I should be paid properly for what I do. Uh, is that fairly typical, would you say, Jane? Okay, so now Jane is the career advisor, so make sure you listen uh, to what she's got to say. So, again, the question, what does Jane think about most companies uh, that, you know, like in terms of what they offer interns? And then the second part, apart from experience, what other benefit does Peter, the third person, say internships offer? Well, it sounds as though they were taking advantage of you a bit, Amy. But I think you have to bear in mind that a lot of companies do give their interns a good deal of help and guidance and, in fact, are training them on the job. I think it's worth negotiating the kind of things that you're... Battery low, please charge <laughs> And making sure that the experience that was is happen. actually going to benefit you. I think that's part of, you know, learning about the world of work, learning how to stand up for yourself and making your expectations clear. OK. Peter, what about you? Do you feel the same way as Amy? Uh, no, not really. Since I'm doing a degree in media studies and my internship's on a newspaper, then I think my experience will be very important when I'm trying to get a job in the future. And I think that sort of works both ways. I mean, media corporations do take on interns to do the mundane jobs, but at the same time, you get experience in the field you're interested in and you get a foot into the business. You get to see how things work. Plus, you make contacts. I think that's true. I mean, there are quite a lot of jobs, the media included, that it's very hard to get into unless you've done some sort of unpaid internship. And, of course, if you're under the nose of the managers or editors and they're short-staffed and you're able to prove yourself and people realise you've got talent, then, you know, some people go far. Companies are more likely to take on people they know, so a lot of companies recruit from interns these days. For me, one of the problems, though, is just how many internships some people have to do. Mm. I mean, I know people who have done three, four or even five internships and they're still looking for full-time work. There's a danger that companies are starting to take for granted that they can find bright young people to work for them. And, as I said before, I was lucky because my family were able to support me. But if you don't have help, then you're not in a position to do an internship. And that means that only people from well-off families can do them. Is that the case, do you think, Peter? Well, I'm still doing my degree, so I'm living off my student loan. But I think you just need to keep to a budget and make sure you make ends meet. 
It's difficult sometimes, but if it's something that you really want to do, I think you have to make the sacrifice. The fact is that if you don't have any experience, then you're not going to get a good job. And so you have to start somewhere. The only way to do it is to do an internship first and then try to get a better position from there. Okay, well, we'll have to stop there. Thank you. And there it is. You know what? There are so many good points within this. And companies with the influx, again, guys, if you don't want to actually, if you want to take notes of that podcast and then go back and answer the questions, that would be very, very good. That's a technique that one of my doctor students, um, yeah, it's a technique that she had used when she had taken the TOEIC and got a damn near perfect score, which is really funny. Oh, actually, she did get a perfect score, I think. Anyways, yeah, so nonetheless, lots of good points within this podcast and things to be considered when you are getting ready. Um, I've had a lot of Vietnamese students approach me in terms of, you know, how can I learn English and this and that because I'm getting ready to graduate from university. In order for students to graduate from university in Vietnam, apparently they must take IELTS if they are in the English program, which is another very difficult test preparation course that I'm not sure where they get their help from and whatnot. Maybe it's at university or I'm not exactly sure. And this is why there's the opportunity of me going out there to help these young individuals. So all things considered, what you can do, it's just like my personal experience, right? If you're listening to this for the first time, especially there are a, a huge influx of Japanese uh, folks, my wonderful Japanese folks that are listening to me. This is what Gary V says in terms of going in and working for free. This is also called externship. See, if I went to Gary V and I said, hey, man, I would love to be a janitor at this place, I would literally listen to the conversations of a lot of employees if I have the opportunity. I would look over the shoulders of other individuals and learn the different ins and outs of social media marketing and graphic designing and stuff like that to make me uh, uh, more more of an asset, right? Because that's who people keep at the end of the day. So they always have a tendency of cutting off the dead weight. So let me give you another example. I'm kind of given an internship right now to an employee. Well, she's actually like a colleague, but then I saw how excellent she was at creating things. So I probably have said this before. Um, If I haven't, I said it on my personal development podcast. So the interesting part about this specific scenario was, I understand talent. I see how good people are. So I did have a content writer, but I felt that the content writer, instead of progressing and helping, she began regressing. She began re-delegating tasks to me instead of doing the tasks that I had delegated to her. And I felt like I she was taking me for granted, and the money just wasn't there anymore. I mean, I'm sorry. I just felt like I wasn't getting my money's worth out of that. So I had to cut her, cut her loose because I felt like I was doing everything on my own anyways, and there wasn't anything she was providing me extra. It wasn't until I ended up doing a big manufacturing uh, workshop, uh, not a manufacturing workshop, a workshop at a manufacturing country called, um, company, country, Jesus, company called Kubota. And I saw all these wonderful things that this girl, Prong, had created. And I'm trying to bring uh, Prang onto this podcast too, so you guys are going to hear my soon-to-be employee. And I was like, oh my god, she made boarding pass tickets? And I looked at him, I said, this looks damn near real, how'd she do that? 
She made these passport booklets. I'm like, dude, Prang, you are excellent at this. And so I even saw the PowerPoint. And I'm not sure who did the PowerPoint. If it was June, who's like the lead, uh, the lead of, of the team and whatnot when we do these workshops, or was it Prang? So I was like, hey, uh, could you guys look at my PowerPoint? I'm getting ready to do a huge presentation, Bangkok International Digital Content Festival. And they looked at it. I sent it to Prang. And within five minutes, she sent it back, and it was gorgeous. I then sent her a test. I said, and because I already knew her capabilities, and she proved to be have massive results. Not only that, during the presentation, just just to go back, people were taking photos of those PowerPoints. And I was like, oh, my God. And I'm like, dude, she did an amazing job. So in going forth and going forward, I said, okay, Prang, could you help me a little bit more? I'm going to send you a test. Can you, like, just redo it? Because my test is ugly. And, you know, she did redid it, and it was just gorgeous. And I said, Prong, man, I need you on my team. And so, you know, of course, she has her own job, and she's doing her own thing. She's a, she's a teacher also. And this is the brilliant thing about a lot of individuals. They do not know their unique talents because, again, schools have a tendency of of – not harnessing it and like, you know, focusing on the core genius of individuals, but just academics, which is complete trash. Prong, graduating from Mahidol University, I already knew that she was a brilliant individual and a brilliant mind because they are taught different things. Like if you look at the art, the artistry from some of these students, it's magnificent. If they knew how to market themselves, they would sell their specific paintings for millions upon millions of bot. Don't sell within these borders. Sell outside. People don't appreciate shit within here. Excuse my French. You know, I do a lot of cussing over there on that personal development podcast. So you guys keep, you know, you you stay tuned over there. Now, don't stay tuned. But if your ears are a little bit sensitive, don't go over there. I kind I kind of keep it professional around here. So nonetheless, I ended up saying to myself, okay, I think... That Prang, I'm going to begin delegating different tasks to her. And so I delegated this, she hurry up and did it. I delegated this, she hurry up and did it. And she has such an imaginative mindset, whereas I'm like, okay, I'm bringing her on. She's like, oh, you don't have to pay me, but I'm like, yeah, right. And so her birthday just passed, and I'm getting ready. Uh, you know, I want to surprise her somehow, some way for all the wonderful services she has rendered. See, it's all about doing more than what you're paid to do. Prong is literally doing this for free, not knowing that I'm going to give her a, a significant bonus for everything she's done, because I'm able to delegate tasks, and I'm able to help her. See, that right there, she takes so much off my shoulders. I literally just type stuff up very, very quickly on a Microsoft Word document. I send it to her, and she sends it back to me. Uh, just gorgeous beyond belief. And then I send the final copy to whoever else it is. It could be a teaching profile. It could be this and that. And they're like, oh, my God, this is nice. How'd you do it? I said, man, I got myself a wonderful associate. <laughs> I'm not taking any credit. She's getting all the credit. And if you guys want any assistance, she will charge you 1000 baht an hour, which is like $35 an hour. But she actually doesn't charge anything. But I'm just trying to get her some work. You see what I mean, man? This is me paying it forward. She's doing more than what she's paid to do. And I'm paying it forward by 
by at telling people, hey, you know what? I charge her this amount, so she'll probably charge you that amount depending on the work. And then they go to her and say, hey, okay, so I heard your services are this. She's, she's going to say, huh? Yeah, yeah, those are my services. And she'll come back to me and say, Arsenio, thank you so much. Oh, my goodness. I said, you are a brilliant young individual, and you deserve to be paid far more than what you are paid right now. There it is. That's externship in a nutshell, people. So with that being said, we've summed up all these podcasts in terms of externships and everything. And now I will be getting into a developing a writing task, writing a cover letter. And remember, the extra and the template will be available on my badges, the bronze, the silver, the gold badge. And you guys still have another week to access that for free. And if you like what's on there, Again, you could stay until the first of the month, which you would be charged, and etc., etc., etc. Now, remember, I now have IELTS, and I'm going to make a, a podcast in regards to my IELTS badge to go over everything I offer in there. So, nonetheless, guys, thank you so much for your support, and as always, I hope you enjoyed this wonderful podcast. I'm your host, as always, the crazy-ass Arsenio, over and out.